You need to stop hanging out with her. Wash your face. Wash your face and stop hanging out with her. She's weird. Like, are you in love with her? Is that what this is? No, the other girl's in love with her. Fair. Um, Is James Vanderbeek dead or am I imagining things? James Vanderbeek is not dead. He, like... I think he's on a show now. No, he just doesn't do oh, much. Okay. All right. What? Why do you think James Vanderbeek? Because is dead? the hot dad from Riverdale died. And I thought that was James Vanderbeek in my and I was like, that can't be right. That can't no. be right. No, it wasn't James Vanderbeek. Who was it? It was I don't know. Let's let's uh, let's Google it. Hot dad river Riverdale dad dead. I'm binging it. Luke Perry. Luke Perry. Okay. In my defense, both moderately attractive men from the 90s. Hi, and welcome back to this toxic fandom. We're going to ramble for like the next two and a half hours about season five of drag race uk episode two perfect looks let the cat out of perfect looks but it's purr like a cat um and then we're gonna slim it down to a cool 90 minutes and it's straight to your ear holes say hi toxic fans hi Introduce yourself, toxic fan. Singular, yeah. Uh, hey, everyone. It's me, your podcast dad, your professional hobbit, Stephen Pope. Uh, we are sadly missing David this week. Uh, work took him out of the state of California. He will be making a cameo at the end. So uh, listen for that, please. He's much funnier than me. Don't don't feel bad. Don't feel bad for him, kids. He's currently driving to Disney yeah, World. Yeah, that's true. That's true. We say work, but he's also also driving to Disney World. It, his life um, is dope, and he does dope shit. <laughs> yeah, David's David's life is cooler than mine. Uh, anyway, let's jump into this episode. So no one went home last. No one died week. at Stonewall. Um, yeah. Um, and then they have to have a conversation about how uh Dee Dee was mean to alexa well we have to get alexis alexis alexa? alexis we have to get the drama in okay. as soon as possible so we have kara who instead of being caramel salted toffee this week uh because she wanted the win what is that bad wait is that bad wait no pope are you just are you aware that you can also salt caramel oh yeah you can can't you <laughs> Salted caramel is a very popular. It is. is. No, I'm an idiot. (laughs) She's not caramel. Who would put salt in caramel? You're like the old Philadelphia cream cheese commercial. It's like you got jelly in my Philadelphia in my cream cheese. Fuck off. Fuck all the way off. But Um, yes. But yeah. So Kara wishes she'd gotten a win, but she also. Wishes she'd known that she had to lip sync because then she would have learned the lyrics. And worn a wig that wasn't, you know, actively working against her. Yeah. I mean, she kept it on. So she's beating Dee Dee in that. This is true. Uh, But can we talk about the important thing here, Joe? The only thing that mattered? Kate Butch was in Heelys. The fact... I was going to say, the fact that my confirmation... We got confirmation for my hope last week, which was that... 
Kate was not in roller skates, but was just in that Heelys. That makes me so happy. That makes me so insanely I am happy with Kate, Kate Butch. Butch. I like her so oh, much. I love them. Um, I she got robbed in the, she's been robbed in two episodes in a row. Um, call her Raba Diohara. Hmm. More like the Rob of Love. Uh, it, it's the what? The Hounds of Love was Kate. Bush's big out. You know what? Never mind. The joke sucked. Moving on. <laughs> if I only could, I I only know her from Stranger Things. Kate Bush is the girl from Stranger Things, oh, right? Oh, you hurt me. You're hurting me so bad. She she's Kate Bush played the Demogorgon in season one. I'm going to have a stroke. I'm having a stroke. <laughs> I had a stroke. Oh Lord. So. Uh, oh wait, this, can I say one really funny, dumb Kate Bush thing? I, can I so, stop you? you? remember how Running Up That Hill became a thing? It was the song of last uh, year. Because of Stranger yeah. Things? Um, so at Barry's, which is where I work out, they would do, they do a lot of, like, remixes of, like, popular music, and there was one trainer who would always play Running Up That Hill, and he would regularly do it on entirely flat runs, and then have Incline shortly after, and I was like, just hold the song until we're on the incline. Yeah, you're just missing the fucking point there. It doesn't hurt me, but still. But yeah, Kate, Bu- Kate Butch is in Heelys, and I am in Jealousy. Yes, me too. I actually had a really bad problem this episode where I kept getting girls confused. And that has never happened to me in, like, 40 seasons of Drag Race. Weirdly, the two queens I keep confusing are Michael Maru- Michael Maruli hey, and Vicky Vivacious. The ones I keep confusing are Ginger Johnson and Kate Butch because they look a lot alike out of drag. And also, no, I don't. keep getting... One of them's tall. I can't tell. And wh- Everyone's tall to me. I, I'm like... It's fair. Um, When you watch TV, everyone's taller than they are normally. Yes. Well, no, I, I, I think that's, I, isn't Ginger bald? Am I, I think Ginger has a shaved head. They have like very different hair. I, I know. I'm like, they look wild. I know. Different. I know. I don't know what it is, but for some reason, this whole episode, I've had to go over my notes like three times just to make sure I called people by the right names. Like I kept calling Dee Dee and uh, Tom. Tamara, like, I kept getting them confused. Oh, how? One of them can sew. Yes, but they're both cows. I like Dee Dee. I think she's I, fun. I like Tamara. I think she's attractive. End of list. Of <laughs> Tamara looks that I like too Tamara. much like... She's hot Viv. Yeah, she looks too much like the Viv to me. She's hot Viv. And, like, Viv is also getting hotter, so good for both of them. Viv, I will say, looks a lot hotter now than they did on UK1. Well, I think, I think, like, I think sobriety will do wonders, and money will do wonders. This is true. I mean, she didn't Uh, win any money on the show, so I don't know where she's getting money from, but still. She sold some of those badges. (laughs) I mean, I would. Though, you can buy them at DragCon for, like, 20 apiece, I guess, so... Unless you're Cheryl. Cheryl Hole's not allowed to. Oh. <laughs> she walks up with her so 20 quid mean. 
and they're like, absolutely not. Get the fuck out of here, you fucking wanker. None for you. None for you. Toby, throw the old woman out. <laughs> Much better. Uh, so yeah, next day, uh, we still have Kate in her Heelys. Uh, Michael is all smiles for Vicky because I like their friendship. They seem like legit I... friends. This, so... I really, one thing I really like about UK seasons is that the UK is, like, the size of Texas. Mm -hmm. So, like, there's a few queens that people don't know, but for the most part, everyone is going in with pre-existing relationships. It's yeah. why UK one is good, is that the Vivian and Baga are already friends when that show starts, and Davina hates both of them. <laughs> I don't it's think. Perfect. Though, if we've learned anything about Davina over the years, is that Davina might just think everyone hates her? I mean... I mean... I... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't really need the DDC back on the BBC. Oh. I don't know. I'm not the biggest Davina stan. I, I like her. I wanted her to win that season, but, like, that's because I just... She made better I... TV. Well, there's a weird level of... There are sometimes when I'll rewatch a season um, in, like, quicker succession without the input of everyone around me, and I'll go, oh, I, like, get someone's edit now. And I didn't get the Viv the first time I watched uh, UK1. I thought that she was, like... um. I just didn't love her. I still don't love her Donald Trump. I think it's, like, not a great impression. I think that the problem with her Donald Trump is that I'm comparing it to everyone I know who was doing a Donald Trump at the time. And there were and a lot. Frankly, no, and frankly, no one was better than Anthony Atamanek, um, who was the guy who was touring as Donald Trump That's and did fair. The, the Trump show on uh, Comedy Central. And yeah. his his Donald Trump is, like, so good. So, like, as somebody who was in that world at that time, I was like, Viv is good, but she's, like, she's, like, Alec Baldwin doing Trump good. Pretty good, but it's, like, a funny impression. I mean, to me, personally, uh, Baga's, uh, what's her name? God, fucking evil. Maggie Thatch. Thank you. Maggie thank Thatch you. is. The uh, reason why they can't have unions, the reason why uh, the SAG actors can't properly strike in the UK. Yeah. Uh, the reason Doctor Who filmed regardless, uh, which we'll come back later in this episode. Like, I, I have a feeling we haven't seen the last of Doctor Who. But Margaret Thatcher, yeah. Uh, Bagus Margaret Thatcher was so good. Just this horrible little rat creature. I loved it. Anyway, so uh, then we do everyone's favorite UK mini challenge, looking at the new hot crit pit crew member. Uh, this guy doesn't have an now pit crew members don't get names or shoes. Uh, this one's cute. I like him. He's beardy. He's cute. He's different. He feels. I don't know why, because he's just a conventionally attractive white guy. So he's the same as every other pit crew member yeah. who isn't a conventionally attractive black guy. Um, the two genders of pit crew, um, and Bruno and Bruno, the third gender. Um, so we don't talk about Bruno. Um, oh, fuck off. But, uh, 
you know, he feels a little spicy. He feels a little different. He, I think it's like he has like a slightly different body type than pit crews normally have. Did um, he? I just noticed I was like, beard. Oh. I was just like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Beardy. Hi. Listen, they're not bad. I, I'm not I did fall have a moment love. later where I had a moment later where Ginger Johnson was changing, and I was like, wow, Pope has a new crush. Okay. Ginger Johnson and I look a lot alike shirtless, and it's weird to me. Wild. I'm not proud of, I'm not sure if I'm like, I'm not trying to body shame. I'm not like disgusted. I'm not bragging. It's just one of those things where I saw them shirtless and I was like, that looks a lot like me without a shirt. That's weird. I don't know how to feel about that. But more importantly, after we get to uh, objectify a new Brit crew member, we get to play the favorite game sweeping the UK. Let's be mean to each other. This one was less mean to each other than normal. That was Usually absolutely Usually there's true. like, who's busted? Who's who's deserves to go home tonight? Who's and an why? ugly bitch? Which, which one do you want to punch in the face? Like, those are the usual categories. This was like, hottest one, Tamara. Um, funniest one, Banksy. Banksy gets the title of hysterical. And I'm like, is there something we're not seeing when the camera's off, maybe? My guess is that, like, Kate Butch and Banksy... So, Kate Butch and Banksy have been talking a decent amount, and I'm like, yeah. oh, they're just, like, friends. Sure. Um, busted, busted drag queen is Dee Delicious. Yeah, which was uh, weird because I, it was called Perfect, but it was the most busted. Yeah. <laughs> That's confusing. Um, who... Um, I just... The Vixen Award for I Just Came Here to Fight goes to Caramel. Yeah. And she's like, bet. Um... Catholic. I I don't even remember who got that. That's but hottest. Was... Oh, okay. Hottest All was right. Tamara. Um, yeah, and that was. And then I hate this because it's not randomized. It's they turn off music. Yeah, it's they're hot potato. picking who gets the things, and then someone, then they literally just pick Tamara to get an advantage. Which why? Because they're the most athletic. Like. I think because they knew that uh, Tamara seems like a drama queen. So they were like, oh, we're going to give her this thing. So well, that... weren't they fucking right? I mean, it, they they made the correct choice. Mm. Um, so, so like, like you, you got you got to you, you, sometimes you got to credit where it's due. And Drag Race, they're good at making drama. I'll give them that. I'll give them that. Like. I know it's good drama when I'm sitting there drinking my Diet Coke, possibly high on a marijuana edible, and I'm just thinking, girl, this is a lot of emotion for safe. But, like, look, Lawrence Cheney going after Ellie Diamond, to me, was, like, the height of stupid reality TV show drama, and we almost get there this episode. I truly cannot tell if Kara and Tamara planned this fight. I did have a fun moment where I like went back and looked at like the last 10 posts that Kara had on Instagram and she didn't make any of those dresses. So I don't know how often she makes a gown. Yeah. Um, but, uh, D uh, but Tamara wins an advantage. Um, and by wins, I mean gets given it by production for no apparent reason. And she picks Dee Dee Licious to share it with, with the understanding that Dee Dee will help her so. And yes. Dee Dee does not. Nope. 
she does not. And Kara's head begins rotating and she begins begins vomiting uh, pea soup. It's a whole thing. Yeah. So they learn that the uh, the maxi maxi challenge this week is that they're going to be making looks out of things that you can buy at a pet shop. Um, I love that. Cute. I love that. I really. I wanted there to just be more stuff. Exactly. I had a few problems. One, I wanted more stuff. Um, I I don't care about having dog food because you can't use it. No, like the bags. Um, like, yeah, I guess. But then you. But then what are you doing with the dog food that's supposed to be inside of them? We don't want to waste food. Like, there's there's a weird level of like I kind of get it. I still am never going to be over that time that they literally just gave someone a bag of spaghetti. Um, <laughs> like, what did they expect the door to do with that? <laughs> hold it up and go spaghetti. Which she did. Like, that, that's, that's what fair. they expected was what happened. Um, but they, uh, so they, and the specific prize is that they get to walk up and pick one bin of things. Yeah. So they get to grab, so she grabs all of the, like, ostrich feather looking things that are very pretty cat toys and i think does dd grab dog collars is that what she grabs i think she did i can't recall i i think she took like the cones of shame i don't know what you call them actually which is what she winds up using yeah i I thought she had made cones of shame and then it turns out she just like grabbed them i was like oh that's interesting well Um, she did take them and use them as interfacing so i thought it was smart yeah yeah no she did she does very well this episode um so, uh, and then it's off to the races and they're all grabbing stuff. I love that people are literally tearing apart stuffed animals. <laughs> I love like, it. Like, we get a bunch of shots of people, like, Decapitating using, toys. Like, but, like, what are those things where you, you tear stitches? A seam ripper. They, they literally grab the seam ripper, seam ripper and they're literally, like, tearing apart that well, rack. to me, that, that, that would be my first move because that is so much usable fabric. And, like, you can even use the stuffing for, like, texture or even interfacing or something. I don't know. But that is so much just simple, usable fabric. And it will still give a look of repurposed and upcycling. So I absolutely would I mean, have gone the person who does it is Kate Butch. And I think it is done to a wonderful effect. Oh, absolutely. She knew um, what she was going to do. And I don't think she, I think she was robbed. I'm just going to say yeah, it right now. That. Yeah, I know. No, I know you said um, it. I'm going to agree with you. Uh, I, like there are two, there are two Queens I thought were robbed in this episode and neither one of them is um, Pope's doppelganger, Ginger Johnson, <laughs> who I thought was correctly safe. My, my lost other, other brother. Apparently I don't have enough of those in my life. You see? Um, yeah. Every, and so we just get a lot of the usual faffing about during design episodes. And this is the part of design episodes. Because last week I mentioned they're always my favorite. And this is the part I love. Just seeing the girls either in a blind panic or having a ball. I love when someone says something that sounds so cool. And then they don't deliver it. Oh, absolutely. What was we it for you? We got that this episode. What was it for you? What was it for you? Oh, Naomi Carter saying floor length do rag and like wrap gown. Oh my god. And I was god. like, that sounds delightful. I didn't catch it. The fun thing is that I like didn't pay enough attention to Naomi the first time I watched this episode and didn't catch that that was what she like the original plan was until 
after I'd already knew what the eventual outcome was going to be. And I was like, <laughs> this is not what you make, Gorge. Um, yeah, for me, it was Banksy going, I want to make Vivian Westwood meets Moschino. And my brain immediately was like, oh, she's going to use like all the dog toys and it's going to be so fucking wild. And what she made, I don't want to downplay, was Beautiful. really fucking good. But it wasn't that. <laughs> No, but it looks um, so good. I can't really knock it. So yeah, we'll get track. to it. Um, there was one thing I noticed, which is I like to pay attention. It's clear that missing Ho was only in a conversation ever with one other person because we got like nine queens in a lot of things. Like, yeah, like uh, Kate. She was clearly talking to Kate Butch in the second half because she's the only queen we don't see the next day in the workroom. Um, oh my god, you're And I think she right. was talking to Alexa the first half because uh, we don't get Alexa a lot. Alexis, yes. Uh, yes. A little Sorry, bit of Alexis. Uh, I, I, the, my problem is that I have a coworker named Alexa that I see a lot, and so I'm getting the names confused. Talking to her must really be bad for, fu- for if you're like in an Amazon-centered house, like that has to be exhausting. I can't imagine. It's, I mean imagine imagine deciding to just casually ruin a name like that at least apple made up a name like they took a name and reversed it and sure is that how iris but is that how they got it or yeah what yeah that that's how siri got her name it's just the name iris that was the story of, of i thought it was named after tom cruise's daughter Sorry? Yeah. Oh. How did I remember that? I don't know. Fuck me. My I th- god. I thought I th- I thought it was actually just named Siri Cruz, so uh, I was also I wrong. could be wrong. Uh, um, you're probably right. I'm just going to say you're probably right. Um who knows. So Alexis, speaking of which, not a seamstress, uh and Ginger is just excited. She's just very excited yeah. to do this challenge and i don't blame her like this is what i do and i'm like yeah sure the people who the people who are like this is what i do are ginger dd banksy um and kara yeah yeah there's like i went to fashion school and tamara's like i and then we get into oh god the walkthrough so rue comes in with the editor-in-chief of vogue yes who has um, a dog named rupaul which i think is adorable uh so edward enfield i or enfield i hope i'm pronouncing that right uh enfield enfield yeah they are the first black editor-in-chief for uh english vogue yeah which is just cool i thought that was cool yeah um i don't know why they're here they're not the guest judge because they're doing a design challenge because they couldn't because they were busy the next day. <laughs> Whenever someone comes into a work through and walk around, it isn't the guest judge. I go, who's like famous enough to be a guest judge. So like not that time that that guy who was like moderately hot directed the commercials, even though he had no idea what was going on. <laughs> Season 12. I forgot about that. For you. For you. He was so confused. Like you yeah. had Jackie describing a jump cut and he's like, what? what she's like doing something that like makes so much sense and he's like you're doing what you did what uh but uh for you um and then we have so we have uh him do it but we have 
he's like walking around. He's doing, he's talking to them. He's giving them advice. His advice is just edit. Right. His advice like, I understand is... why he got his job. Oh yeah. No, his advice was editor. very functional. It wasn't exciting or funny. It was just like, remember to make it so you can do this. Remember you can do what you need it to do. You'll be able to walk. You have to be able to move in it. You have to be able to perform in it. You have to edit. Yeah. No, it's all just solid advice. I was yeah. terrified at this moment that this was going to be a return to series four's snatch game walkthrough where Rue just went through and was like, you're doing this and actively punish girls who didn't. I was afraid it was going to be like that at this moment. I don't, I don't know. Remember. I, you don't remember that? I didn't watch series four close enough. I don't. I remember series fair. that happened on C. I thought that happened on series three where he was like, Scarlet Harlot, you're going to do Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, that happened on series three and series four where it was just well, RuPaul coming in and being like, do this. I'm not the asking. The problem is that the problem is that RuPaul refuses to learn British references. So if you're doing something that is seeped in your own culture, um, unfortunately, Ru doesn't know who that is, and he will be mad about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's always fascinating to see happen. It's uh, very... There's a contestant on Dragula. There's been a couple contestants on Dragula who will do these things, like famously Yavska or Hosa Teratoma, who do a lot of, like, anime or comic book or uh, just Asian references, and the boulets are just like, I don't get it. I don't know what this is. And they'll also do younger references, which the boulets have no interest in. So I think it's and just are the some... boulets like, but we get it. Uh, they'll usually just make them safe for that, which I respect a little bit more. But it's just something about being a drag host on a TV show. Apparently, if you don't get the reference, you just it, it's not. No, you're doing it wrong. I mean, I think there is something to be said for. There are certain impressions that are so funny you don't need to understand the reference. Yeah. Like, I think a good example of this is Jinx Monsoon. Oh, yeah. Um, um, just the character of Jinx Monsoon in general. No. Uh, but, like, Little, <laughs> uh, Edie Little Edie is funny regardless. Oh, yeah. No. Um, whereas like... Crystal's Poppy is, like, confusing regardless. Crystal's Poppy I found very fascinating because her Poppy was a good Poppy. It was just Poppy's not a good choice. Yeah, I was watching it with someone who really understood Poppy, and they're like, this is fantastic for Poppy. And I was like, cool, I'm not I'm not laughing, though. Same. Me no ha-ha. Yeah. And also, like, that was the same season they had Gigi Good as a robot, and Poppy's character at that time was effectively a pop star robot. But yeah, we're getting way off track here. <laughs> no. But, uh, but yeah, they just walk around, um, and then Rue's like, okay, time to stir the pot. Tamara, you know Kara very well. Why would you not pick her? Well, she's she like, can't sew. Because... And she's like, I've you've seen things I've sewn. And it's like, what? I don't need to give examples. That felt so like, okay, all right. It's so funny. It's hilarious. It's one of those moments where you can tell that she's just kind of like, it won't read at all. Like, I actually went to her social media to see if she would be like, here's something. Here's an example of something I've sewn. Um, and she doesn't, um, that is not up on her social media. Uh, now, but I was like, I'm sure she does. So yeah. Like, here's the thing. Kara, to my understanding is incredibly successful in England. 
So when you're that successful, you don't have to sew anymore. Yeah. I mean, there's just a level of like, you don't need to sew period at any point when you're doing drag. Being able to sew. It's one of those things where people are like, how do you do drag race and not know how to sew? It's like, I don't know. Because there's one design challenge these days. So like, if you can vaguely put something together, you probably can be safe. And like, the judging can be really bonkers and you can literally come out as a blob with feathers and somehow be high. I'm so, so I think drag race lost a lot of credibility this episode. Yeah. Before we get to, I'm, I'm going to be perfectly honest. I actually think that Michelle lost so much credibility. I think Michelle doing... lost her mind. I don't know where she went. I, you know, I always, people always talk about that. Remember in, uh, do you remember in, uh, the Christmas special when they bring out the stunt dancers to do the lip sync. Yes. I don't know why they did that because Michelle clearly was doing backflips this episode trying to justify oh, the judging. That is, that's very no, accurate. We'll get to the judging, but Tamara is basically like, I don't know what you can sew. And Kara just goes off. She's oh. like, how dare you say this about me in front of not only RuPaul, but a dog named RuPaul. <laughs> Also the editor-in-chief of British Vogue. But yeah, she's the more offended by the dog. Um, yeah, she is livid. She is like, how fucking dare you? How, uh, bitch, shut up. I don't owe you anything. I don't have to prove myself to you. And it's like, this is a lot. This is a lot. I truly cannot tell if this fight was pre-designed. I mean, you mentioned that, and... Like, I, there's that weird level of, like, when you know each other in real life, and you're like, hey, do you want to be, like, dramatic? Do you want to, because there's a weird level of, like, Kara and Tamara could have been like, hey, do you want to, like, guarantee screen would time? Would you like to, yeah, would you like to ensure that we don't go home by constantly feuding? I mean, I could actually see that, and also... This is the first real competitive episode, so it wouldn't surprise me if they were like, well, we have to get a plot going now. Yeah. I mean, they both seem savvy enough to know that. Yeah, so, like, maybe maybe this is a genuine fight, maybe it isn't, but I... It's a I lot. don't believe anything. But I also know that nothing they say matters unless that camera's rolling, so... This is true, and the camera was indeed rolling. I do want to yeah. give a little, like, cute moment shout-out, because uh, Miss Naomi Carter uh, got her name from Naomi Campbell, and Edward uh, Innifield in is a is one of her best friends. It is a personal friend of Naomi Campbell. Yes, and that moment was just so fucking cute to me. I, I love it when a girl gets to geek out a little bit. I still think one of the best moments is that time Karen Michaels got to meet Shania Twain. Oh, fuck off. And Shania Twain didn't want to be there? <laughs> I mean, Shania Twain rarely wants to be anywhere. It doesn't impress her much to be on Drag Race. That is... Ugh, she made that perfectly clear. But... I just thought that was a cute moment, you know, because we're going to we're going to have some not cute moments when we get to that runway. I'm not looking forward girl. to that. Girl. Anyway, uh, before we get to the runway, we get more people faffing around sewing. So much um, faffing. We we like Kate Butch is basically like if I 
Kate Butch talks like she's about to walk out like tea or coffee. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Kate Butch is convinced, like, I'm trash. This is trash. Everything's trash. I'm going to self-immolate, and it'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'll just burn to death. It'll be fine. And it's like, girl, you're okay. Look around the room. And, and like, the fight, but, like, also, Kara and Tamara's fight doesn't necessarily start until the next day as well. Oh, that's true. That's true. Which I think is partially because Kara's skirt actually doesn't come to fruition. Um, Which, I, if you look at her Instagram, she, the version of the look she's posted has proper feathering at the bottom rather than a skirt. And it does look great. I liked the skirt. I didn't think it was that bad. We'll get to it, but I liked the skirt. Yeah. But anyway, um, they're doing their makeup and Kara and Tamara are like, we need to fight for screen time. Oh, yeah. And it, they go off. It's rough. It is. It's not mean. I don't want to say it was mean, but it was like a lot. The thing that I will say about it that makes me wonder if it was planned or not is that neither queen goes for the jugular to any degree. That's true. No one is like, I am, no one is, neither of them is like, I am going to win this fight at the cost of my friendship. Both of them are, Kara's just like, you don't understand that this hurt me. And Tamara's like, I've never seen you so before, bitch. It, and when you put it like that, it really does paint a picture of, you know, a planned fight. It's, you know, it's not go back to Party City where you belong quotable or anything like that, which is the most famous planned fight in Drag Race. But it still has that je ne sais quoi of, oh, you just wanted to stage this. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I could also see this being like, no, we were actually mad at each other. Like, she yeah, made fun I of also... me in front of an editor and I care about this a lot. So, yeah, it, there's also a level of like, they're just friends, so, like, there's a high likelihood that they were upset, but not in a way that was going to make them go for the jugular. Of course. Um, And then, uh, on the other side of the room, Banksy, Michael, and uh, Vicky are all like, our looks are coming together nicely. They're, and they're we fine. all feel they, like we, we could be in the top. We but barely we see them. Vicky dies. Um, <laughs> uh, Alexis is like... I think I've sewn something, but I have to hand stitch it now, and that's worrying. I'm just going to rely on my amazing acting skills. So, one, you forgot that Alexis completely scrapped a project. Like, she had an outfit, and she panicked and threw it all out and restarted to make this new thing. And then once it got to the hand stitching, which I'll admit sucks, she was like, maybe I could just sell this if I, you know, act my way out of this. And I'll give it. I'll give her credit. She commits to the bit. Um, yeah, it remind. It's it's uh, on the runway. She really serves or Mayari walking down, being in pain. That is true. Aura did it better, in my opinion. But that is completely. I mean, neither the of them is great. <laughs> Though I do, I actually fully love Aura. The I like fully love the look that Aura had. Like, there's a level of like when she turns around and like the back is destroyed. I was like, oh, that is still stunning, even if. <laughs> This performance was insane. Um, and then we have um, Kate Butch isn't appearing because she's probably talking to Missing Ho. Yeah. Um, also, I'm curious what's going to happen next week. I'm very curious about How what happens next cut week. Cut someone out of a group, girl group. Yeah, I don't know if you can. I don't know what they're going to do. And also, but we do get to meet the 12th girl. So maybe they'll just refilm it with her. 
you know, Linda the, the Magical girl? Secret Pony. Oh, I thought the 12th girl was the dead fish. Uh, no, no. The dead... F- <laughs> she might have been a dead fish, but... Yeah, Kate and Banksy bonding over Linda the Magical Secret Horse Pony. <laughs> oh, that was adorable. That was so Again, funny. It feels like... It genuinely feels like Kate and Banksy are, like, very good friends. Oh, absolutely. And they're just like, oh, we get to do Drag Race together. That's so nice. Yay! Um, I'm like... Is there anything it. else that happened in this episode? Not a whole remember anything lot. Else that happened? Not a whole lot. Like during the elimination day, we got to see the three flavors of a design challenge elimination day where you're either panicked, delusional, or stressed or confident. It's I guess there is a fourth one. And most of them are stressed. Um, uh, Ginger is like, I have not been able to finish my look, but I think it's still going to uh, turn out. And I see them shirtless, and I'm just like, did did my dad have another, is there another one of, is there another Pope running out there that I don't know about? There's the one, there's the one in the Vatican. And the one on this podcast, Mixter, thank you. That's the gender, that's the gender non-binary version of Mister. I found out, so. I actually hate. Uh, I hate how gendered genderless terms are. They do feel mixter, that way. Because uh, mixter and mix are the two. And why are there two? Why is there ladies and gentle them? I want you to guess how often I get called a gentle them versus a lady. It is basically just taking a gender term and replacing a word with them. That's kind of gross. It's I never thought about that. Walking. Yeah. Anyway, um, I like anytime it's like God X or Prince X or any of those things, which I've heard on like D&D podcast. D&D like media uses them a lot, um, which I love because if you if a DM is playing a non-binary character on a piece of D&D media, that is the only time that you can, or a book that just refers to somebody as in a non, in non-binary pronouns and doesn't do anything else. Those are the only times that you can get true non-binary representation that could be anything. And I like that. That is true. That is true. Like, uh, I remember they were very proud of themselves at Disney or Pixar for, we have our first non-binary character. And it's like, it's a rock. Wait, who? Who was the non-binary rock? Apparently. Was it, it an elemental? Yes, it was an elemental and the little. Uh, the one that no one likes? Yeah. It became a meme? I wasn't aware it was a meme, but yeah, that one. That's the non-binary representation. So, Mazel tov. It's like how Disney has their first gay character every couple years. I can't wait for the next first openly gay Disney character. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Last time. Let's see. Was it the cop? From that one movie where they just remove a line. No, wait, no, wait. It was Lightyear where there's one scene where she hugs her wife. I think that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's Lightyear. Um, I'll never forget. In the show, the other two, um, one of the main characters plays the first openly gay Disney character. Very fun. Um, in the third season. Um, and the joke is that they're a pile of ooze and they're like, it's a really, it's def, it's the, it's the most we've ever done because you open the door and you're, you're in bed with another pile of ooze. Um, and they're like, so is, does the pile of ooze has, have like a male name or a male voice? I'm like, no, because if it was, so like, 
it's a pile of ooze. And if you were a straight <laughs> ooze, you'd be in bed with a hot lady. And gay ooze is attracted to other ooze, but straight ooze is attracted to hot women. I hate this. And that's the justification. That's it's so funny. very funny. That's very it's funny. so good. The, uh, highly recommend the other two. Um, <laughs> speaking of the other two, um, that's us. David is the other one. Um, yeah. Yeah. David's the main character. We're all just side characters in his life. Uh, so... Disagree. I mean, I am a side character because I'm uh, interesting and fun, and that's the side character. No one would be the main character. Main characters just get like locked in the pantry for the B plot of an episode. Was that a was is that, that where David? Is that where was that a Sam and Cat reference? No, it's actually a reference to Mindy Kaling's book. Um, good grief. When, when she talks about writing uh, the Mindy Project, she's like, my only goal was to make min- uh, my main character actually the type of person that could be the main character of a sitcom. Because a lot of times you have female characters in sitcoms where, like, the boys will go on adventures and the girl will, like, be stuck at home. That does happen a lot. Um, yeah. So, speaking of sitcoms, uh, Heartstopper, uh, Yasmin Finney... I don't Stunning. know her. Beautiful, she's gorgeous. so pretty. She's our guest judge this week. I have not watched Heartstopper. Should I? She's she's just yes. I mean, yeah, it's gay. Um, it's gay, and all the people on it are gay. Um, I, which I we now it. know for horrifying reasons. Um, do I want to know? Heartstopper's the show where uh, Kit Connor got bullied out of the closet. Oh fuck that! But then the internet learned the wrong lesson and was like, no one should ever. We should only cast straight people as gay roles from now on and not talk about the fact that they're straight. It's like, I hate, and if you talk about it, you learn the wrong lesson from the Kit Connor situation. Like, no, you didn't. No, the correct lesson. You shouldn't bully children out of the closet, but you should expect media companies to cast queer people in queer roles. I'm, um, like adults have lives and private lives, and your private, like, the only thing that insisting that straight actors can play gay roles does is benefit straight actors because the second someone comes out of the closet they're not allowed to play straight anymore no no and honestly i just don't want more jared leto as a sad gay person or trans person i no more jared leto and at all i mean i don't want more jared leto but no uh so yasmin is um a main, the main char- one of the main characters on Heartstoppers. Mm-hmm. she's also gonna be she's gonna she is rose on dr hill yeah she's donna's daughter which i'm excited about uh because Donna's Rose. the best. Yeah. Donna's the singular best companion. Don't at me. Uh, but yeah, no, she's our guest. She's stunning. I can't wait. And uh, we never talk about Rue's look. We never talk about Rue's look on this podcast, but let's go ahead and give that a moment. Uh, she, I wrote down a pretty chandelier in the middle of delivery. Oh yeah. I did like it. I like, <laughs> I like whenever Rue does that, like, shiny bodice and then like a drape over it yeah yeah. it's like a classic rue moment and i just think it looks i think it looks stunning on her Mm -hmm. um it's also great because i can i assume that it's really easy to put sweatpants over (laughs) um Uh, and she can hide she can smuggle a gerbil apparently i love uh graham norton going had had a gerbil (laughs) um graham is probably 
the most comfortable guest or uh, he really is secondary judge. Yeah. Like even including like Ross and Carson, Graham is always interrupting uh, Rue and Michelle. He doesn't particularly care about the ethics, the, the, the like politeness of television, which I really like. He's so natural in the role. I always forget that. Oh, I had, adore him as one of the judges so it, it was I mean, nice to i i just love graham norton I, i'm always happy when he's around yeah he's great like i've also never heard anyone be like "Ugh, graham norton he did this horrible thing like the worst thing he ever did was date tina burner so i broke well, you know, joe um well you know fire crotch uh and finally, we get to see the finalized looks. It's time for the runway. And we start with Kate Butch. She's ready to bring it to the runway. 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 Uh, so Kate Butch comes out dressed in a look that she could have brought from home. Yeah, it's it's good, like, it's, honestly. It's beautiful. It's all clash. It's basically she took a bunch of clashing animal print and turned it into a look. And it it looks like a fi- it's a finished garment. It is. It um it kind of is giving. This is what you want from a Flintstones couture moment, Gabriella Labucci. <laughs> that is, I didn't think about that, but you're absolutely right. It does have like a cavemany sort of look to it. I love how she utilized the fur, and I like that she made the little accessory with the rolly cart. Yeah, I like how she walks in it. Mm-hmm. My only complaint about it, my only comment, is that it looks a little flopsy. Like, it doesn't look like it's that well-fitted. It fits, but it's like a t-shirt, sort of, like, relaxed flop fit, and not a, like, zippered in. Oh, I, I, I mean, it, it's not maybe not as fitted as it could be, but it's not, I wouldn't notice it as bad. Like, there is shape to it. Yeah. Like, there, there is a defined waist, and it does go out. Oh, um, no, I don't want I don't want to sound like I think it's a bad dress. I think it's a very good dress. Doubly so one that's made it like, you know. In the time know. it took Lala Rita glue bags to a dress. Why didn't she cut the bags? Um, but yeah, no, exactly. It's definitely a great look. And uh, I, I, I love it. I love it. And then we had Banksy. And my jaw dropped. And then, yeah, then Banksy walks out. Banksy is wearing this gorgeous black and white look oh my god um with these incredible sleeves they don't remember what black handkerchiefs mean which is wild because like pope i'm gonna guess you don't know what black handkerchiefs mean i don't know the can you take a wild guess can you take a wild guess as to what kink or fetish would be black bondage yes okay it's just leather yeah leather black is just leather yeah yeah um what does white mean then? I don't know. Eh, fair. Google it. We don't listen. We we grew up with the internet. We don't I'm need the hanky code anymore. Very young. Yeah. No, you're an infant. You're a zygote. You're a child. Uh, this look is so good. Like everything about it, the fit, the movement, the sleeves. I'm never going to get over those sleeves. I'm never going to get over those sleeves. Like I would sleeves. watch her spin in this for. There's also something really incredible to doing uh, a look that has such short legs, a sh- such short. Um, sorry, the the le- uh, the skirt is so short and the leg the sleeves are so long. Mm-hmm. Like it balances the look in a really beautiful way that I feel like 
we just don't see that often. No. And I really like that. It's so good. It's such a great look. Like, when she came out, all I could think was, if she's not in the top, I'm breaking my TV. Um, well, I mean, she walked out and I knew she was going to be the top. I like that she's like, it's a it's a reference to um, Trixie Mattel, Lady Bunny, and Dakota Schiffer. Which is like nice. Very cute. Very cute. Um, do you, Okay. Do you want to know what white is in the hanky code? Oh, sure. Yeah. I asked. And you Googled. Uh, jerking off. Oh, that's it? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. All right. A lot of it. There's a weird level, like, there's the famous hanky code ones, and then there's the less famous hanky code ones. The only one I remember, like, at the top of my head where I don't have to, like, sit down and think about it is that green means, uh, buying, I'll buy you dinner. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, uh, certain shades of green are sugar daddy, sugar baby. I also know red is fisting. I also, so I had a, an HR manager at a work, at a place I worked very briefly, who two different times wore handkerchiefs in his back pocket, like hanging out, who was gay. And I was like, one was green, one was red. And I was like, why are you announcing to the restaurant that you do these things? Like, because you're literally at your place of work where you are the human resources head. Joe. That was him coming on to you. He wanted you to fist him and he'll buy you dinner. He actually did get fired for um, inappropriately hitting no. all the people who worked there. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. I'm psychic. Yeah. I'm Allegedly, psychic in the worst way. I guess. Allegedly. Um, uh, you can keep that in. I don't fucking care. Um, <laughs> oh, it wasn't going anywhere. Name, it was too I funny. I didn't name names. It's fine. Yeah. Um, Okay, so yeah, we have uh, Banksy coming out looking absolutely stunning. The cut is gorgeous. Um, the hound's tooth is incredible. I, she made that like this. This is again one of those things that looks like she could have brought it from home. Yeah, it's amazing. I absolutely love it. Um, and then after her was Kara, and I was really concerned because the editing on her runway was so weird. Like, there is a good minute where you just don't see the full outfit. So, like, the thing about her outfit is that I didn't have a problem with the skirt. I thought that the feathering made it, made her waist less defined, and I thought that was something she could get noted on. But I thought that the skirt was a moment. Like, it moved well. It maybe didn't fit the full outfit, but it was a nicely constructed skirt that, like, had shape. It so was. I was confused that they were like, this is terrible. Yeah, that was like, wasn't it? that wasn't warranted because it's was this my favorite look of the night? No. Was no. it the worst look of the night? No. No. Like it's just you say often, just make them safe. And this look to me is a safe because I'm not offended by it. And clearly you finished the prompt. So what There's is There's also to say? a level of like I, this is one of those, sometimes I look at things and I'm like, maybe they just wanted to talk to someone. And I could understand putting this low, not bottom two, where it was. Right. Because you wanted to be like, your details matter. And we need to make sure we talk to you, but they don't matter so that you know. But we're not yes. going to make you lip sync, so it's fine. So I wouldn't mind this look being where it is, except for who happens to be in the top three this episode. I'm still mad about it. Um, But we're not there yet. We're not there next up on the. I will say that, like, I also noticed the red, the black strap. I was like, why? I was like, just to fix the the bird. Just I was like, 
glue another feather or two. Or, like, put the bird onto the dress itself. Yeah, like, I I get it. And it wasn't distracting to me. That wasn't distracting. And then we have Ginger Johnson walking out. And I'm so glad Ginger was safe because the second you start nitpicking this outfit, it goes from being a pretty good outfit to a pretty bad outfit. If you were to sit down and really look at it, there's a lot of problems. But if you're watching it on the runway, if you're watching them walk the runway so you get like two minutes. Yeah. I think it's incredible. I think it's great. I have, I, have, I mean, I have one huge note that I think I that I was like, oh, this is I don't like this for a very specific reason. What is that? Um, The wig is falling. The wig's not great now. The wig is hateful. The wig is slowly collapsing on her head. Yeah. I was like, that's not great. But also, she, like, needs to... Like, the, the outfit is covered in wrinkles, which is hard to get out when you're working with pleather, but that is something you need to consider when you're working with pleather. pleather. Yeah, pleather pinches so hard, and if you fuck up a seam, I'm sorry, you're going to have to cut an entirely new piece or live with the fact that it's just kind of fucked. And well, like, it's not even the seams. It's literally, like, the outfit is just covered. It's, like, it looks like it came... It This outfit does look like she bought it, but it looks like she bought it on Amazon and it came in a bag and she didn't have time to let it air out. That's pretty accurate. But I will say, I like the fact that she decided I'm going to make an 80s bad girl. Yeah. And I think that's fun. I like the gem and the holograms moment. I like the earrings. There's a lot of stuff I like about it. I just was glad she was safe because I think this is an outfit you shouldn't critique. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think she would have gotten a lot more negative critique feedback than she would have expected. In fairness, though, the judging of this episode is bonkers, so maybe not. Yeah, Next no, up, though, we knows? have Alexis St. Pete. Yeah, She is holding a funeral for her fish. It's very, she I can get a- away with this because I'm skinny. So I... So two things, the length, the length, the length, the length, the length, it literally is that exact length that Michelle critiques. Yep. It cannot, your length cannot be above your shoe. It can't be an ankle length dress. That doesn't make sense. No. Um, The slit is too high. I think she maybe could have saved this outfit a little bit had she put a panty under it. There's a lot of things that could have been done. Like. Like, I don't, the thing is that I think that this is, like, a much better constructed garment than later ones we see in this episode. <laughs> I'll give you that. But I just think that, like, she needed, there, there are details that are missing. Again, I think that if she'd put a panty on under it, it wouldn't have been the weird Barbie crotch of it all. It kind of reminded me of when B did the RuPaul ball. And just kind of looked like a, it, she kind of looked like a little girl who kept accidentally lifting up her dress and flashing people. Yeah. Like that was this for me. Yeah. It, it's just, it's such a nothing dress itself. Cause it's just a simple black night. It's a simple black netted, uh, like slip on with a very yeah. high slit on the side. Way too high. Yeah. It, like, it's one of those things where like, when the dress is that simple, the mistakes matter, and unfortunately, the mistakes mattered. It's kind of yeah. like when uh, Candy's dress uh, in All Stars Eight, where it was that very simple black thing, and it just was like not the correct fit. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, yeah, it was simple, and it wasn't good enough to be safe. Yeah, and not to mention, like, we get the bit. The bit was a little oh my God, it too goes on much. for so long. It went on way too long. Also, it's like. It's one of those things where, like, the way she does it is insane. 
it's not really clear the fish is dead when she walks out because it's in the bowl still. Yeah. She throws the fish at the audience. Um, <laughs> Which did get a lot. Weird. It's um, But speaking of, but like, so she went too simple. And the next girl. Miss Naomi is serving. At what point do you think, at what point do you think Naomi stopped working on her outfit and just started learning this lip sync? I don't know. I don't know. It's like we ordered a Nicki Minaj cosplay from wish.com and forgot about it. And then the neighbor stole some pieces and then we got, got, we tried to make it work. This is the worst thing I've ever seen on the runway. I mean, I think the Lala Reed bag dress is still worse. Mm-hmm. I think my no. favorite thing, one, I think that the colors are gorgeous. The colors are like not if, the if, problem if, here. If she, um, I think the wig is really nice until you look up close and you see how weird the part in the wig is. Mm-hmm. She was like, I'm putting on my lip syncing wig. Yep. This is going to go look so good when I'm dancing. And it does. Um, And then unlike, so you know how I said that Alexis should have, could have saved her look by adding a panty. Yeah. The one thing you can say about Miss Naomi Carter is that she covers that little Barbie crotch. That is fair. That is fair. We do not see her triangle like, of sadness. Can I say clit? Remember when she said, can I say clit? Yeah. Yeah. That was, oh boy. Um, it was so funny. It's such an amazingly bad It's look. so funny. It's just, she's walking. She so clearly knows it's bad. She knows she's lip syncing. Like, it's just great. I love it. The judges describe it as so wrong, it's right, and I kind of see what they mean, because it's just, it's like the bag dress, where it's, it's just so, so ugly. fun to watch. It's hilarious. Yeah. Like, I, again, I think it's better than the bag dress, because the bag dress is just a corset and panty. Yeah. Like, the bag dress is just a corset with bags glued onto it. This feel, she at least made a bra. I mean, I'll give you that. There is a bra that was made. She made a little piece of piece of coochie floss <laughs> it is butt floss nice clean that, butt floss no, coochie floss fair fair she's she's flossing them lids she Oof. doesn't want to get gingivitis never say that again Vagin- vaginivitis i hate you vaginivitis i'm going home i'm ending this podcast i'm retiring oh you're disgusting you're disgusting vaginivitis stop it Ugh. Hate it here. Moving on. Next up, we have Dee Dee Licious. Yeah, Dee Dee Licious looks really good, honestly. Like stunning. Beautiful. I want to hate it. Oh, I loved I when they showed what. I want to hate. Oh it. yeah, no, I don't. I, don't. I, I don't. can't. I like Dee Dee. Good. I think Dee Dee seems nice. She seems like she's having a stressful time. Yeah. Um, I have a feeling that we're gonna start seeing a new side of Dee Dee now that she has gone from the bottom to the top. Um, uh, but I also. Uh, I do want to point out that when they brought up the looks that she made for Crystal, you were like, oh, these are like three of Crystal's best, best looks. Best looks, yeah, yeah. And uh, like, then she makes this, and you're like, okay, yeah, she knows what she's doing. Mm-hmm. It's completely, like, solid and competent and well thought out, and I think it's a little much. I wish she had edited it a little bit, but it's hard not to say this isn't fantastic. Oh, I wish she'd added more. Really? I wish she had a little, like a little, I wish she had like a little capelet and like a longer, and like a, a, like a long string of pearls. Like, I like the maximalism of this. That's fair. That's fair. It's I also think, I think it's almost too simple. 
I think that when you compare it to Banksy, the only the issue is that Banksy has something in on her look that is a moment, and there's nothing you can pull. Like the sleeves on Banksy's look are the it, moment. Whereas there's no part in Dee Delicious's look where you go, oh yeah. That's... You just go, this is a this whole look is great, but there's no part of it that makes me go, oh. gasp. Gay gasp. No, I understand. And that's why that's why I don't think she won this week, honestly. Um and then we go and to And then speaking of people who didn't win this week. This is the tropical version of the worst Banshee. look Alyssa Edwards ever wore on Drag Race. It's one of those things where it's just like it's just fabric that does not cover anything. Like no. the outfit actively doesn't cover it, it she managed to make a garment that does not cover her crotch or her chest. No. It's just like in the middle of her body, her nipples are out and then she has like feathers and you can be like you have a fierce walk. Yeah. But having a fierce walk just make her safe. If you don't want her to be in the bottom, just make her safe because you are ruining your credibility by pretending this look is good. This the judging this episode is so bananagrams and so just tone deaf and confused. I'm watching They just they wanted they wanted another fight between Kara and Tamara. Well, I did. And so one. they made Tamara safe. Like that's what or they made her high. Like that's what happened. Because then this, they wanted to set up them continuing to bicker. There is no, like, it has to be that. It has to be. Because there is no reason on God's green earth to make this look anywhere other than in the bottom. Like, if you really yeah, want to cover bad. her ass, put her in safe. Because this is so I mean, ugly. she didn't want to cover her ass. Her ass is hanging out. And it's not even in like a, oh, dear, is that a... No, it's just like, you didn't do anything. She literally wrapped a piece of fabric around her, and then she put on some feathers. Yeah. And then she walked. It literally looks like Vanjie's Barbie dress. I still- That's what it gives me. The Barbie dress it's at like, least had texture. She's a ball. She has no- She had- They're like, it gave her a silhouette. I'm like, the silhouette can't be two feathers jutting out like this. That is not a silhouette. That's a circle with two feathers. It was- Ugh. Hate it. Like this wasn't this wasn't uh a aquaria boom geometric moment because no. the feathers aren't placed properly enough. No. They're just like nothing kind of on her. There like, is literally ugh. I will never trust them to just like this is people will like this this is my Utica losing the bag ball moment. Dang. Um, because I also famously think that Gottmik won the bag ball because balls are won in three parts. Um, I agree. Gottmik had better, like, she had three really good looks. Utica had one amazing look and two pretty incredible. Good looks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Gottmik, Gottmik, uh, Gottmik's score was higher overall, but Utica did better in the essay portion of the test. Exactly. Uh, here um, though, she didn't do the essay. She got ketchup on the SATs. Do they have those no, over there? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think I, I think they just do the, they they do their owls. I don't fucking know. Yeah. So um, just terrible, 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 terrible. But hey, then Michael comes out. Michael, Michael, and Marula. then Michael also could have been in the top. Michael, the only thing about this look, because this is an incredible look, doubly so for someone who can't sew, 
because they admit early, I yeah. can't do this. I, I'm not good at this. It needed a belt. I wish I had a belt. Sure. That's it. Sure. Otherwise, like, like this like, was a top look. Color is gorgeous. The sleeves go down to the wrist, which like is impressive. It's hard. Like it's just one of the things where it's like this is a good look. Yeah. And then to me, and like I, like I literally was like, how are you gonna put Tamara on the top? We can see what the look looks like. Mm-hmm. Oh, and finally, Vicky, who is a Barbie. It's cute. I I have no. She's notes. a Barbie girl in, in a Barbie, Barbie world. world. I like I like the way she corseted it in yeah. a way that like. I, it looks like an old-timey bathing suit, but in a pinup catalog. Um, it's nice. It, it's it's the type of look that could be low in an episode where everyone was great, but in an episode where um, the things we saw happen happened, this no. could have been high. The no. problem is, is that every single safe look should have been high over Tamara. Absolutely. It's been, it's so insulting to the audience because like, we're not stupid. We yeah. understand and this like, is fake, but we need to you, believe what's going on. And I don't believe could that. Have made it, you could have made it just that, like, Tamara, there, there were four low girls. Yeah. But instead, you had to, like, compliment Tamara and say that it worked. And it's like, no, it didn't. No, it doesn't. No, it literally didn't. It's ugly. The color, like, they praise the colors, and I'm like... She didn't even choose those, but sure, I'll give him yeah, that. It's a good color on her. I mean, yeah, you know who else had great color? Michael. Naomi. And Naomi, I'd say Naomi used color like, better. Naomi, Naomi had Naomi's color was stunning. Oh yeah. Um, and like, like, oh, I just was like, I was like, you can just make someone safe. Like, you don't need to make Tamara. Because, like, also, I'm gonna guess Tamara's not gonna win this season. Oh, um, there's not a. So like I will be if she's top four, I will be incredibly surprised. Not to say she's a bad queen or anything. She's a winner. I mean, I mean Miss Fiercelicious made top four and she has a similar edit. That's fair. Like that's not even a dig at Miss Fiercelicious. I actually really like her, but like similar edits. So like top there's always having a having a bitchy edit can get you to the top four. I just don't think she's making it to the end. Oh no, like I'm and like I said, I'm not judging her like talents as a queen or value as a queen i'm just saying she's not gonna win the season no um i i very genuinely don't think so and like you just don't need to you don't need to boost her like this like why no let the next episode is girl group if she's this fierce she'll do well in girl group and you can give her flowers then Mm -hmm. um instead we then so we get to judging um uh yasmin is it yasmin or yasmin uh i think it's yasmin Anyway, did you think she maybe knows Banksy personally? Oh, yeah. She even mentions, like, I've She's seen She's like, this you. is the Banksy I know for at home. Yeah. So, like, I don't know if it's a friendship or something, but this is clearly, like, oh, I know you. I've seen you before. Which yeah. there's nothing wrong with. Like, we've had that happen a hundred times now. Oh, I, I, I just always love when that happens. I love when it's somebody, so cool. uh, I love when, like, like a Chad Michaels is on and the people who are LA gays know who she is. Yeah. Um, it's, it's um, like when, uh, what's his name? Ariana Grande's brother was like, Oh my God, Selena. With us, with us, Selena's titties. Did he, did he recognize her? Yeah. He was like, goop. Was that, was that, I don't remember that. I, I, I kind of tuned out when Frankie Grande was talking. 
it's a good life skill. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the judging just goes pretty bananagrams. Like, Banksy is, you know, gets her flowers, which is deserved. Kara is told, we don't like the skirt, so you're going to be towards the bottom. I don't know why. Yeah. They're um, like, they're like... They're like, Kara, you're in the bottom. I'm like, Kara should have been safe. Tamara should have been in the bottom. Agreed. And uh, Kate should have been in the top. If the world was fair and the show wasn't insane. Uh, yeah. They are, I am so confused about Naomi's critique at the time because they say it's oh, rotten. They, they love it oh, and it's rotten. I, I, and I feel agree. the same way. Yeah, I awful. like. I love it. RuPaul said that, and I went, "Thank you for acknowledging my feelings, RuPaul." Yes, this is a terrible look. Yes, I love this look. Yes, see, that's... I'm gonna think about that. We have a new sleep paralysis demon. <laughs> Just that outfit, nothing on it. <laughs> yeah, I I want that to be an unlock. Someone mod that outfit into Baldur's Gate three, <laughs> like. We're putting a stare in I it tomorrow. It. Actually, no, Gail. Gail seems like the type. Uh, they love it. They hate it. it they Na- Miss Naomi is you not. Put, you put your Gail into Lazel's underwear. How'd you know? No. Uh, actually, I'm going for a stare in my paladin seen... playthrough. Oh, you went with a stare. I. Sorry, this is a sidetrack. I'm cur- I have another Paladin playthrough that I'm playing without on stream. Yeah, it's uh, not on stream. And Asteri just hates me. <laughs> just hates me so much. Literally, anytime I talk, Asteri's like, "What? What do you want?" At one point, literally, I would talk to Asteri and he'd go, "Stop looking at me." Everyone else loves me. Asterian, absolutely not. Um, I'm considering respecking Will into Rogue. Um. But when you're a paladin, Asterian's so useful because you can have him bite you. Yeah, And then great. you can heal yourself. Yeah, that's what I've been doing. It, and somehow that makes him, like, really warm up so to good. me. It's been great. So Sorry, he, everyone. He bites me, but he doesn't like me. Oof. That's just cruel. Right? We're sorry, so everyone. Anyway. We're a bunch of nerds, and Dave's not here to judge us. Uh, they say... do this even if David was here. That's, that's, that's just true. Dee Dee is the rich bitch. They love it. It's 80s. Of course, Rue has a thing for it. And then Tamara. The 70s you're doing the... weren't that long ago. <laughs> Get out of here, Rue. Stop. Touch grass. Yeah. Tamara, they keep being like, you just walk so well. It's like, yeah. She doesn't have the best walk of all time. No. She's not Violet Tchotchke. Uh-uh. But She's not Tace. No one's. No one is Tace. Tace even... I also think wasn't taste either low or lip synced for a design challenge she didn't do well in. I can't remember, but Tamara, I know that she she tried to do scrub brushes and she was either low or lip synced. Yeah, I think she was low because never touch the scrub brushes. You're always going to be safer in the bottom and it's going to hurt the whole time. Yeah. Textbook of what not to do, but they like it. I wrote yeah. that down because I was in shock. It's so, it's just, again, it's, upsetting. It really, it's one of those things where when you do things like that, it's like, great. Now, now it's like, cool. I know that the show is, it's one of those times where you look at it, you go, now I know the show is rigged. Thanks, Ru. Yeah, thanks. You broke and kayfabe. I it was, but like, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just, ugh. just don't do it. Teenage suicide. Don't do it. Um, It's so annoying. Great it, song. Yeah. 
so we get to Untucked, and not a whole lot happens. Kate no. isn't happy about being safe, and, you know, I understand, but at the same time... And Ginger's really unhappy about being safe. Yeah, which I don't blame them, considering Tamara's up there. Like, if they have yeah. beef with her for the rest of the season, don't blame them. It's uh, one of those things where it's like, when she, I bet all of them were just like, who's the other person in the top? Yeah, because it couldn't have been... You imagine it's like, did they put Kara in the you top? It, it, it can't be Tamara, and it can't be Naomi. So you're like, did they re- did Alexis just like sell it on the runway? Do they just really like Kara? Like, how are one like you don't like? It's wild when Tamara walks back and is like, I'm in the top. It's insulting, and but pissed. on the plus side, I think Missing Ho was on the end for this untucked because we got a lot less weird editing. That is true. That is true. I didn't get so much like uh, visual whiplash. From this untucked. Uh, Kara's just a wreck. They're so upset. Yeah. They're so like, I didn't think I was going to be in the bottom. I don't understand. Yeah. Honey, we don't understand. You shouldn't be in the bottom. Yeah. And Tamara's like, I bet you can so. <laughs> I didn't see it this time, but I bet you can do it. Cheap laugh. I don't blame them. Yeah. Alexis is like, I'm in the bottom. I'm going to join my fish yeah. in the toilet. I'm done. Bye, yeah. everyone. It's Love sad. y'all. It's sad. Alexis is like, I didn't prep this lip sync because I thought I was going to be safe. Yeah. Uh, and then we do the lip sync. Uh, do we have anything else? Yeah. Then we get to the lip sync. And I'm just going to say, if I had a nickel for every time that we had an iconically bad look win a uh, in a design challenge, win a lip sync to a song that features Charlie XCX. <laughs> I have enough nickels to buy what to buy two Rue Peter badges. Um but it's weird that it happened twice. I know, right? It's so weird. So Banksy wins, obviously. Naomi Carter yeah. and Alexis St. Pete. Uh hot in it by Tiesta and Charlie XCX. I've never heard this song before. You've never heard like hot in it. Hot. I like. I was. I was like. Oh, I know this song. This is. It's like a really good lip sync song. I, I because agree. it just like kind of goes. Like it. It goes much harder than something like I don't know. Boom clap. Ugh, why do they do boom clap? Why do they do boom clap? Because what? Because all the other Charlie XCX songs are a different label. That's fair. Like that's definitely what happened. Is like Charlie XCX is only like. Like, her big label song is Boom Clap, so they went with Boom Clap. Um, you don't have the dancers the show to do works. that one, at least. You have the Park and Barkers. But, yeah, Miss Naomi, you can dance. She really, she's dancing. That wig was such a choice. Ooh, it like, is you can tell the second she starts dancing in it, I went, oh, she pulled out the good lip syncing wig. Yeah, yeah. Like, it looks she knew. Inc- Incredible. She looks so good. I have to say, Miss Naomi really. I liked her in episode one. I thought she was fine. You know, mostly oh, what I, I knew about her is the makeup thing. But this episode, like, I am. She she won me over. She's over. I'm. I love it. It is so. Her, the way she talked to the judges was just so natural and like, yeah, it, it sucks, right? I'm lip syncing. Cool. All right, love y'all. See you in a minute. <laughs> Yeah, I I love, you know, 
the first episode, I was like, Naomi Carter, I hardly know her. And this episode, I'm like, I love that bitch. No, she is so great. And she is having, like, she's having a good time during the lip sync, which yeah. is such a rare thing to see. Again, I think there was just some point in the night where she was like, I'm going to stop working on this outfit that is never going to be anything but a bottom two look. And I'm just going to learn the lip sync. And she does. And she does. Like, she's so, she walks in prepared in a way that, like, you rarely see. It's similar to, like, definitely the reason why Lala Ree is so good and fancy is that she was like, I glued glued bags to a corset. I need to sell the fuck out of this lip sync. Yeah. Like, and she does. And you know what? You know what? I'm just going to say it. Naomi Carter. By the end of lip sync, you know, in that outfit, she does look hot in it. Yeah. Hot mess in it, but still. (laughs) That's very fair. Uh, It's the whole time I was thinking like shitty Nicki Minaj outfit. And the thing about a shitty Nicki Minaj outfit is that it still looks fun when it performs. So love it. Yeah. Again, the wig was genius. The wig. Like it was just one of those things where it's like. You put on a, a wig that long and you you bop your head and every, it's like everything's going to move. Everything moves. And it's it's so good. I loved it. Um, Such a win. And I have to give props to Alexis St. Pete. She Oh, yeah. They, edit, they do a lot of editing to make her lip sync look worse. And I'm like, she just, well. She does very good. Like She does do one of the most painful looking jump splits I've ever seen. Oh, she broke her pussy. Like, no, no, it doesn't break a pussy. If you watch that jump split, she, like, doesn't hit all the way down and then has to slide again. I'm like, ow. Ooh, Ooh that like, sounds like physically she does painful. It. It's, like a, it's like a Monique Hart jump split where, like, she's like, lands on her knee, but then she, like, slides again. And I'm like, ugh. Oof. Like, oh. Um, it's, she really doesn't want to go, and you can tell. And she's really trying, yeah. but Naomi, like... Was up late practicing this, so. Yeah, who knows? We're probably gonna, you know, Alexis is like, I hope to come back as the host of Drag Race Poland. Nikki Doll didn't do well either, thank you. (laughs) I actually see a lot of Nikki Doll in Alexis, and a really, and I don't mean that as a negative thing. It's a very positive thing where it's like, she's stunning, she has an aesthetic she understands and she's committed to. Uh, she has a great attitude. Wonderful. One thing attitude. that you could say about Nikki is that Nikki, at no point in season twelve, is as defeated as she maybe should be. Yeah. No. Like she definitely, she has a bit of a bitchy moment where she's going after uh, Aiden Zane. Everyone was at the time. It was the style. But uh, well, it was um, it was every Dino versus Aiden Zane. <laughs> Fair, but. Nikki has a great attitude. Nikki's a pleasure to work with. And Alexis definitely served that. And yeah. I really Alexis want is to serving see more of her one day. Alexis is serving um a pleasure to have at the vet. Yeah. But unfortunately, sometimes you gotta put the dog down. Um You're really proud of that one because it's the pet shop episode. I love it. No, yeah, no. I was trying. I don't well, you know. Uh, I have to... I'm keeping those in. I have to make these jokes now. Um, but uh, we got to get out of here. I've been standing this whole episode and my dogs are barking. Oh, get out of here. Shoo, shoo. Going to chase you out of well, here with a rolled up newspaper. 
Well, before I get out of here, let's throw this over to David. David, what do you have to say about this episode? Hello, friends. This is David Gorin, and I am in an undisclosed location somewhere in America, unless they told you where I am, in which case I've been outed. Anyways, I'm here to give my quick hot take on this episode. Let's start with the drama, the Kara Tamara drama. It reminded me a lot of Coco Montrese and Alyssa Edwards, except happening in real time without the, well, something happened between us. So I'm curious to see how that will unfold. Um, The real thing that kind of upset me about the episode was the loss of Alexis. I really liked her a lot. I thought she was a fun, sexy addition to the cast, especially since we know that Missing Ho um, in the next episode or two will no longer be there. Uh, The creative editing this episode was insane as it was a little less noticeable in the premiere. And here it was just very, very noticeable where you were just like, oh, there is someone else there that they are trying to not show. So I'm curious to see how that's going to work out if she was in the girl group or if they had already figured it out and she was gone by then. Anyways, um, I was sad to see Alexis go, but the outfit that she made, while very cool and very reminiscent of the Betsy Johnson fishnet dress, or no, silverfish dress, um, yeah, she. I have to agree with Michelle that she needed to do something on her um, vagine, Um, Or she called it her cuckoo, which, sorry, uh, that is the wrong area. Um, As we all know, your cuckoo is your booty, thanks to, um, oh my god, I'm forgetting her name. Uh, Pope, insert it here. (laughs) The name David is trying to remember is Cynthia Lee Fontaine. But yeah, she needed to, like, vajazzle it or, or something. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, she was saying goodbye to her fish, so it would have been funny if she did something, you know, maybe even put, like, a fish there or something. Although I guess that would have been offensive. I did like the cat puns and seeing who everyone chose as the various things. Um, Also, I don't know why um, Tamara got a butt plug that they said was a cat toy. But then again, now that I think about it, I've definitely seen some incredibly inappropriate looking cat toys. So who knows? (laughs) Uh, I found it funny that we had a second dog named Rue in two international seasons. As far as the outfits go, I liked Kate Bush's. I adored Banksy's. I thought that was a very deserved win. The ginger was a lot of fun. It reminded me of Jimbo um, in that it was a very 80s aesthetic with a big old bosom plate. Um, Yeah, I thought the correct two were in the bottom with Alexis and Naomi. Dee Dee looked good. Great. I didn't love the outfit, but I did love the dog collar (laughs) she made and how it all matched the shoulder pads. Um, Yeah, that's kind of my hot takes on the looks. Those were my kind of favorites. Um, And and as I said, I do agree with the bottom two. So there is that. Um, And I was very sad to see Alexis go, but she very much lost that lip sync. It was not a good lip sync in general. And Alexis just kind of, her lip sync looked like someone really trying hard to do drag as opposed to being really good at it. So I don't know if that makes sense, but that is that. Um, My favorite part was when Alexis went to do her lipstick message and she said, oh, why does it have to be the cheap shit? Anyways, I'm excited to see the girl group challenge next week. And um, curious to see if Missing Ho is still there and how they cut around her. In a girl group challenge, um, or maybe they 
finally kicked her off. Um, I was surprised because I genuinely thought we were going to have two weeks of no one going home. As the rumor was, they said to Miss Ho that she could either leave or lip sync. Um, clearly that didn't happen, so I'm guessing she left. But yeah, I guess we'll find out what's going on next week. All right, until next time, love you guys. Stay toxic. Oh, wow, that was a hot take from David. It definitely wasn't added in later, and I know what he said. Same. I'm offended. Anyway. And I'm Joe, and this is This Toxic Fandom. Make sure to follow us on our social medias. Stephen Pope is at ProHobbitPope. David Gordon is at David J. Gordon, and I'm at Joe Lee Green Giant. And you can follow the show at This Toxic Fandom. And, oh, God, I guess I got to do it. Uh, if you like, Yeah, you have to remember everything David says. I know. If you like us, tell a friend. If you really like us, tell your one-night stand. And if, friend of benefits. Oh, yes. And if you don't like us, eh, tell your veterinarian. <laughs> oh, shut up. That was funny. Uh, if you don't like us, tell your dead fish. <laughs> that's better. Fuck you. That's so much better. And make sure to leave us a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts if you don't want to talk to a real live person. And um, until next time. Stay toxic. <laughs> bark, bark, bark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. A whole episode devoted to pump play.